everyone. Welcome to another episode of CBIA's BizCast. I'm Shannon King. Last week, I talked to Tim Adams, one of the owners of the J. Timothy's Restaurant in Plainville. They're celebrating their 40-year anniversary this year, but made the decision to close at the beginning of Connecticut shelter-in-place in March due to the pandemic. I asked Tim how the business has been doing over the past eight weeks, the process he went through applying for the federal loan program, and what changes he plans to make to the restaurant once they're given the green light to open. A quick note, this episode was recorded before Governor Lamont's announcement about the reopening of restaurants with outdoor seating on May 20th. Sadly, J. Timothy's does not currently have outdoor seating, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. Tim lets me know that they will reopen for curbside pickup and takeout in the next few weeks, in case anyone out there, like me, is craving a bucket of dirt wings with a side of fresh Connecticut brewed beer. Hope you enjoy my conversation with Tim. And remember to rate, review, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Tim, how are you doing this morning? Uh, I've been busy. Been, I've been busy trying to keep up with uh, everything that uh, is out there that no one seems to know the details on. Okay, well, yeah, I'd love to ask about that. So the reason I reached out to you is uh, Jay Timothy's, uh, you guys decided to close fairly early on in the essential business order. Um, so why did you make that decision and how did you come to it? It was more of a uh, strategic decision. <clears throat> we we were actually doing very well and probably better than most restaurants in, in the takeout arena. It just seemed that that, again, all, all the decisions during this crisis are are made with the information that's available at the time. And and at that time, it, it seemed for one piece that it was inevitable that we were probably going to be told to close or that, that very possibly we would have someone uh, become exposed to the virus and then we would be compelled to uh, sequester that entire crew. Uh, and, and for us, it wasn't a matter of only three or four people. We, we needed 25, 30 people to operate are to go. Um, so Jay Timmons is kind of like a, like the Queen Mary. It's once it gets going, it's, it's a, it's a locomotive. Um, cause we are busy. Um, we also had several of our managers or people who were probably more at risk than others. Uh, the same with some of our staff and it kind of came to the point where we made, like I said, a strategic decision to be in control of closing down as opposed to being told to close down and have 24 hours to shut our doors. Um, uh, retrospectively, probably it was the right decision at the time, um, but we are looking probably, we've taken advantage of this time to do some upgrades in our kitchen. Uh, we're cleaning up some tabletops and chairs and that kind of thing and doing some work inside, but we're, we're looking to reopen probably with a limited uh, takeout format um, Probably the next three or four weeks. Well, that's really good to hear because I don't know if I told you this before, but uh, I live just a few miles from J. Timothy's and anytime we have company come into town, we always take them there. And we have been, uh, we, me and my roommates, we have been craving a bucket of dirt buffalo wings. So I just want, I just wanted to put that out there. Um, Great, we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's, so that's really good to know. 
Um, because you've been shut down, how have you been supporting your employees during this time? We have several people that we've kept on, uh, but most of our people we've laid off. Uh, again, that's a function of there's really, uh, it works best for them in conjunction with the current unemployment and the $600. It's kind of hard to tell them to work part-time and be penalized for working at this point. Uh, obviously, like all businesses, we're, we're concerned that, that maybe what the federal government and has done is a little too rich that when it comes time to reopen, uh, I've already heard things out there in the Connecticut economy where people have called the people to come back to work and they're not interested in coming back to work just yet. If I can ask you, have you applied for any federal or state funding or loan programs? We, we have. Um, we, we put our finger in the pie. We actually, as a matter of fact, just, just got approved for the PPP program uh, this morning. Um, whether I'm going to take it or not, I'm not sure. Uh, we looked closely at the, uh, the tax credit program. Um, and quite frankly, we, we prefer to go that route, that it appears that we're a couple of people too big for it to work for us. Because uh, there are there are limits on uh, uh, how many uh, full time equivalent employees you can have, so we're we're trying to get uh, a read on that now as to exactly how that's to be calculated, and that's really part of the struggle here right now. Most of those programs aren't designed for restaurants or the hospitality industry; uh, they're designed for people that have been open and are open through this. Um, it makes it tough because of the limits on using it. Uh, we've been working, the Restaurant Association has been working very closely with our state senators down in Washington uh, in terms of trying to get some better interpretation of these uh, programs uh, for us. Uh, and hopefully that will come through and they'll, they'll make sense for us. But as they stand right now, there's they're some help, but they're a very limited help by virtue of the way they're being administered. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you for sharing that with me. I know a lot of other uh, companies and businesses have been confused or have struggled with um, the details of that program. Uh, So depending on when the state allows restaurants to reopen, which they have been beginning to uh, discuss in the past week or so, what changes are you going to make to the dining experience? Will you opt to do even more takeout or reduce capacity? If if anyone's ever been to J. Timothy's, um, it's in this really old uh, building. It's really awesome. But uh, things are a little tight knit in there um, in terms of the seating. So what are you thinking of changing? you're going to make? Well, our, our initial thought in the conversation as it stands right now is we're going to be opening with a, with an expanded takeout program, uh, a, a great menu that, that is geared to take out uh, all the things that everybody wants. We'll be offering a great selection of craft beer and, and, a, and a wine program, um, as well as bakery items and other grab-and-go things. And then it's our plan to kind of stay with this for a while uh, until we see exactly what comes of the governor's uh, group that's working toward this now. And quite frankly, we're concerned that even if they do allow restaurants open in a limited capacity, it depends what that is. 
you know, operating in a limited capacity in a partially desirable and undesirable format with people running around with face masks isn't exactly uh, hospitality. Um, so we'll be making a decision based on that once we see what that is and what it looks like. The last question I have for you, what is the outlook for your business uh, once this starts to slow down, once things start to reopen? Uh, Jay Timothy's is basically a destination, I would call it. And if anyone has tried to get a table there on a Friday night, uh, it's a long wait, but it is worth the wait. So do you anticipate your customers to come back quickly, even though there are still going to be concerns about exposure and spreading the virus? I, I think the, the virus scenario has been around long enough that we've we've actually seen some changes in consumer behavior that will probably stay with consumers for a while. Uh, I, I believe though that our customers are going to want to come back and they're going to want to come back quickly. Uh, I think that in general for the population, uh, we have concerns about private parties. We There are just still way too many unknowns. Um, we'll make the most of what's out there and we'll do the best we can. Uh, but I see something anywhere in the vicinity of 12 to 24 months before we get consumers back to where they used to be to their old habits. And that's assuming we get uh, a vaccination. Yeah, certainly. I would agree with that. Um, before we finish up, is there anything else that um, you would like to say or any advice you'd like to give to other restaurant owners that are struggling right now? I think you just have to stay on your toes. Uh, our business has always been one of the most uh, creative, and we need to stay that way. Uh, our business has always been one of the most regulated and the safest businesses out there. <clears throat> so do our customers. I, I think they we're going to do everything we can to put our best face forward to make sure they understand that, that what we're doing is safe and uh, that our safety extend concerns extend beyond our employees. They can extend to our customers as well. Uh, there's actually the Restaurant Association just recently came out with a, uh, a restaurant promise, uh, which is actually a, a great uh, piece of what, what restaurants are committed to. And, and I would ask all restaurants to uh, sign up and get on board with that uh, because it, it's important that we stand together as an industry and uh, we all work towards getting back to normal. Absolutely. Well, Tim, thank you so much for talking with me for a few minutes today. Um, I'm wishing you the best of luck and your employees, the the best of health, of course. And um, I am really, really looking forward to getting takeout. Um, we've been struggling without uh, dirt buffalo wings. So I'm very, <laughs> very excited. I will be your first caller. <laughs> Greg, we're looking forward to having you. For the latest COVID-19 information, visit CBIA.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on Facebook. Call us anytime at 860-244-1900. Stay safe out there.